Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, book lovers. My name is Em, and I want to talk about books. And cats. Welcome back, book lovers. So during my time off, the time off that I planned on taking, at the end of the summer, I went on a couple of really excellent camping trips with the fam, and I got to relax in the forest next to a fire near the lake, and it was just exquisite, and I needed it so badly. There is nothing better than nature for your mental health, as far as I'm concerned, and you throw in fire and a lake perfect. (laughs) One of the benefits of being in the middle of nowhere and not having cell service or internet, book-wise anyway, is that there are long periods of uninterrupted reading time, usually sitting by the fire. I think that might be my ideal reading situation. Anyway, today's episode is going to cover the two books that I read while I was camping. I will say this was a bit complicated, I ended up reading both of these books kind of simultaneously because one of them was a hardcover and one of them was on my Kindle. So I had one for daytime and one for nighttime. (laughs) So I kind of bounced back and forth. I don't usually read more than one book at once, and this one was kind of extra confusing because there ended up being quite a few like random similarities in these books, but they were both equally good, I'd say. And I enjoyed them quite a bit. (laughs) And even though I did have to reread a couple of things, I did keep them pretty much separate uh, as I was going through. So let's get into this double thriller episode, starting with The Forgotten Hours by Katrin Schumann. So this one was intense. Honestly, just because of the content, this one was a little more difficult to read It's really good, and it's a compelling story, but once I get into the plot a little bit, you'll see what I mean. And I'm going to give a light trigger warning for S.A., but I'm not going to go into any of the details. So the main character is named Katie. She is the daughter of a man who was, she believes anyway, wrongfully imprisoned for something that happened one summer when she was a child. This story is told in two ways. In 2016, Katie is 23, and she's cleaning the family's summer house. She's preparing it for her father's release from prison, and she's facing a lot of memories from earlier summers. But it is also the story of the summer that Katie was 14. Her family used to spend the entirety of their summers there, and she gets to spend this summer with her best friend Lulu, who is 15 that summer, or so she says. Lulu is beautiful and fun-loving, and she seems so much more mature than Katie. And Katie's kind of in awe of her friend. That summer is a turbulent one for Katie. She has a crush, she fights with Lulu, and she gets thrown into a lot of confusing situations that she does not really understand. 
And then the summer is over and Katie goes back to her school life, only to have her family ripped apart when Lulu accuses Katie's father of assault. Katie can't believe it when things begin to progress and her father ends up incarcerated. She knows that Lulu is lying. And then she begins to question who this girl was and why she spent her summers with Katie's family. Adult Katie is still convinced that her father is innocent, though he may not be the wonderful man she once believed he was. She just doesn't see how it could be possible. There are some twists and turns for Katie as she unravels the truth about that summer, and this book really shows the ripple effect of awfulness that surrounds these actions. That one summer changed the lives of so many people, and none of it for the better. I have to admit that Katie is not always the most likable protagonist, but it mostly adds to the story. And she's written well enough to annoy me. I love when a book causes any kind of deep reaction, and this one definitely did that. In more ways than one. <laughs> definitely check out The Forgotten Hours by Katrin Schumann. It's a really compelling read. Okay, so now let's talk about the second book. I devoured this one while I was sitting next to the fire during the day. I want to talk about Everything We Didn't Say by Nicole Bart. So when our main character, Juniper Baker, is 19, her elderly neighbors are murdered and her brother becomes the prime suspect. She flees the town soon after for college and leaves behind her entire family, including her newborn daughter, Willa, who will be raised by her mother and her mother's husband, who is a sullen man that Juniper barely has a relationship with because he's not her real father. Now in adulthood, she has returned home under the pretense of helping a friend at the local library. But she's really hoping to reconnect with Willa, which is difficult because the 14-year-old is rightfully suspicious and hurt. At the same time, Memories, a new podcast about the murder, and some strange behavior of the people around her send Juniper back into the mystery from her past and the supposed guilt of her brother. She thinks she knows something about that night, but her memories have been spotty. However, being back basically at the scene of the crime, things begin to solidify, and Juniper starts to piece together the truth. There are secrets on every level in this story. Her town is full of secrets. Her neighbors are definitely hiding something. And even her own family seems intent on keeping her on the outside. As the secrets are revealed, the truth unravels in a far more complex way than Juniper could have ever imagined, and now her daughter's life is on the line. I'm going to leave it there. This is a really excellent read, and the story unfolds in a really satisfying way. So check out Everything We Didn't Say by Nicole Bart. As far as cat stuff, today I just kind of want to talk about my kitties, because they're great. And I feel like I've been pretty distracted by the puppy lately. He's kind of like having a toddler. He just needs, like, constant attention right now. But I have been trying lately to spend more time with each of the cats, and they're just so sweet. <laughs> Sasser's is still a little on edge, uh, but mostly because the kitten keeps trying to play with her and attacking her tail. So she grumbles a lot. But she's also always kind of looking for the kitten to play, too. She's a complex girl. <laughs> um, Edward is my chill boy. He has been hanging out with the puppy a lot lately, and they will play together and occasionally snuggle. 
Weird has always really loved dogs. He and Mooner were incredibly close. And you could just tell he was really upset by Mooner's passing. It took him a bit, but now he seems to just adore Oscar. And he even speaks to him in a way that is specific only to Oscar. Like, he makes little sounds for other people in the family, but he has specific sounds just for the puppy. It's really cute. (laughs) And then there's Dozer, my little wild man. (laughs) He's actually totally Zephyr's cat. Um, He comes running when Z gets home from school, and he spends as much time as possible in Z's room. It's really sweet how much he loves him. (laughs) But when Z's not home, he does hang out in my room doing the silks, as Z and I like to call it, Uh, basically swinging from my curtains and just being wild. (laughs) It's really funny to watch. His other hobby is chasing every other animal, and me sometimes, around the house and attacking us. He's just constant fun right now. It's so great. (laughs) And he and Oscar are besties. I just had to bring them to the vet again, and Oscar was trying to comfort Dozer while Dozer was meowing in the carrier. It was really, really sweet. I just love all of our animals so much, and they really make life fun. We definitely were in a funk for a little bit there um, with the passing of our older animals. And I think that Oscar and Dozer were the shot of life that we really needed. It's chaotic, but it's so much fun. (laughs) Anyway, now it's time for the quote of the week. And this week is actually a little snippet of dialogue from one of the best, Neil Gaiman, from his book Coraline, which I absolutely love. And I love the movie, too, which doesn't happen very often. (laughs) Anyway, here it is. What's your name? Coraline asked the cat. Look, I'm Coraline, okay? Cats don't have names, it said. No? said Coraline. No, said the cat. Now you people have names. That's because you don't know who you are. We know who we are, so we don't need names. I just love that. I like everything that Neil Gaiman writes. (laughs) Anyway, that is all for this episode, book lovers. I will eventually bring back the weekly writing project, but I've got something new that's coming out soon, and it is taking all of my attention at the moment. (laughs) So stay tuned for that. And thank you so much for listening. Until next time, keep reading.